Hi, this is NFL Network's Patrick Claibon welcoming you to another episode of the 4th and Out podcast. It's the best podcast. Well, yeah, I'll say it. It's the best podcast in the world because you are listening to it right now. It's in your ears and you hear me and I'm telling you it's the best. You could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're not. You're listening to the 4th and Out because, well... The universe has decided to give you this, this opportunity to hear a fantastic podcast. So continue on the path that life is set you and enjoy the fourth and our podcast. Welcome to a special midweek episode of the Fourth and Out podcast. My name is George Evans. Uh, not joining me this week is Liam Whiting. He sadly has to work. But gladly, uh, Ollie Broom is taking his place. Ollie, how's it going? Hello, yeah, all good. Nice to be back so soon after Sunday. Yeah, it's been a long three days, uh, a busy three days in the NFL. Well, you say that, a lot has happened. A um, lot has happened indeed. Um, so, yeah, we'll be quickly going over um, the free agency moves uh, of the last three or four days, um, which teams have done well, which teams haven't. Uh, also talking about Drew Brees' retirement and then um, any other business, really. So... Starting with that, uh, Drew Brees retired on Monday night, I believe it was, or possibly Sunday, after 20 years in the NFL, uh, 15 of which were with the Saints, five of which were with the San Diego Chargers. Um, One Super Bowl, multiple passing records, multiple touchdown records. Um, Ollie, what kind of miss is the NFL going to have, you know, with losing Drew Brees? Yeah, he's had a phenomenal career. I think probably time to hang it up. On the back of last season, yeah, yeah he, he had a few injuries, didn't he? He broke quite a few ribs. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, eight, I think. And it feels like a bit of a change in the guard with Breeze, Rivers. I mean, you still got Roethlisberger clinging on. But, um, still got Brady. Yeah, timeless. <laughs> it does feel a bit like we we recorded obviously Sunday, and then just a few hours later, after after we decided that Taysom Hill probably wasn't the guy. Yeah. They gave him a four-year, $140 million deal. Well, it's proven our knowledge, you know, <laughs> exquisite. So clearly people are listening for good, up-to-date knowledge. Aaron Jones similarly done the same to us as well, but we'll talk about that later in the podcast. Um, yeah, I think it's a real shame. It's, it's a shame that the way he went out last year, especially, I think, um, it wasn't the way he deserved to go out. He really struggled towards the end, um, especially in that last game against Tampa. Uh, but overall, his career has been phenomenal. And what he's done for the city of New Orleans just can't be overlooked. You know, he took them to the first Super Bowl, won their first Super Bowl and joined just after uh, Hurricane Katrina and had a massive impact on that community. Um, so they've re-signed Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Uh, carrying on from Sandy's conversation, who do you think starts week one? I think it'll be Hill with the contract they've given him. He seems like he's penciled in as their starter, and yeah. we'll see how he goes. He said he didn't fill me with hope, as we said before last year in the games that he was, you know, starting. He's incredibly good with his legs. He's really a running back, a tight end, a wide receiver, and a quarterback rolled into one. Um, the money they paid him is quite extraordinary, though. Uh, was it 140 million? Yeah, over four years. Um, I, I don't know if he's going to throw 30 passes a game. I want to see him with more of a stat line of 
two rushes for 50 yards, a catch for 20 yards, a touchdown, just going all over the place. Yeah, well, he hasn't really got that many options to throw to, really. You've got Michael Thomas, but he wasn't, you know, productive last season. They've just got rid of Emmanuel Sanders, who's been signed up by the Buffalo Bills. Um, he's got Kamara as well, but he didn't really pass to him last no, season. So. As we said, there wasn't much usage there in the games he filled in for Breeze. Not at all. So if you're the Saints, are you looking to just add weapons around Taysom Hill now? I think so. Give him as many options to go to as he can. He's yeah. um, He's got that scrambling ability, so if the play, if the design to play breaks down, you know, he can get out of the pocket and do, do some damage with his legs. Definitely, yeah. It'll be really interesting to see what happens uh, in New Orleans. So uh, going on to the big deals of the week or of the last three days, um, the biggest deal minus Dak Prescott went to Trent Williams today. Um, he got a six-year deal for $138 million. As a 32-year-old offensive lineman, it's not a bad deal, is it? I was going to say, it's pretty bold. He turns 33 in July. It's going to, well, tie him down for the rest of his career and set him up for life, you would have thought. Really, yeah. I mean, he's, I'll give him give him his juice. He's definitely earned it in San Francisco and everywhere he's been before. He's an all-pro tackle, probably the best um, in the league. And now he's being paid as the best offensive lineman in the league as well. Um, it just shows what free agency can do to players once they get away from franchise tags and, well, other contracts. And they're, they're shoring up that line. They're getting in Alex Mack from the Falcons as well. Yeah, really good signing. So they're going to look to make another run, I think. Obviously, seems like they may keep hold of Garoppolo as time yeah, goes on. I think that's probably the sensible thing to do. I mean, Garoppolo was very serviceable in 2019 when they reached the Super Bowl. And He's got a good record as their starter. Fantastic record. You know, their defense is going to do an amazing job. If they can protect Garoppolo and, you know, get that running game going again, they're going to be a huge player in 2021. I think you're right and looking forward to seeing how they get on. Bit of a down year last year. Obviously, they had a lot of injuries. Yeah, definitely. It's, they've definitely got one of the best coaches in the league as well, and Carl Shanahan. And it's um, a really interesting team. Th- the way their running game works, the amount of injuries they had, and they just kept putting in guys who just kept delivering, I think that's a testament to their coaching. It's incredible. I mean, you look, they had about four running backs who were very much you know, RB1s or 2s. And there were some teams in the league that didn't have an RB1. You know, I think of, you know, not to have a go, but the Steelers, I I don't really rate James Conner too highly. I mean, how many of the San Francisco boys would you take over James Conner or someone like that? I think yeah, they'd probably walk into the, the starting lineup. Yeah. Sad to say, I know, mate. I could, still, I could see the pain etched on your face there. Talking of pain etched on uh, people's faces. Um, yes. I'm going to give you the floor here. Thanks, mate. Moving on to my team, the Chicago Bears. Um, Long rumoured for three weeks on this show and throughout Twitter that um, we'd be working towards a deal for Russell Wilson. Uh, So naturally, we got Andy Dalton. Um, Not particularly impressed about what happened, although finding out today that we did genuinely make an offer for Wilson. Sounds like you offered a good spread. We offered a and lot. The, Three first-round picks is a lot. And he, he wasn't for wasn't for dealing, so you can't say he didn't try. No, I can't say we didn't try. It doesn't it doesn't make it any better because now I've got a situation where I'm going into the 2021 season. 
along with all Bears fans, with Andy Dalton and Nick Foles? The thing is, he's only signed a one-year deal. So are you in this same situation next year? This time next year? You haven't got uh, to sign yeah. a quarterback. Yeah, definitely. Unless they go for a quarterback in the draft. I mean, it's still a possibility at 20 that they move up and use some capital. But, you know, I understand where they're coming from here because there's not too many quarterbacks that are left on on the board on free agency. Um, I think really now the highest rated one left is probably Mitch and they're not going to get him back for a, another spell. Um, the Texans weren't listening to Watson offers and the Wilson thing. They did listen until they didn't. Um, but as a Bears fan, I'm really not too hopeful about the 2021 season now, going from where I was. That's no offence to Andy Dalton, of course, because I think he's been you know, a good quarterback, well, serviceable quarterback for a number of years, but he doesn't fill you with hope. He's a solid starter. He he did OK in Dallas last year when Dak went down, but it's, it's not going to wow you, I don't think. No, definitely not. Although... He has got two 4,000-yard seasons as a passer, which is more than any uh, Bears quarterback in history. So there you go. That that might change. And that's such a that's such a scary statistic. So with Alan Robinson on the tag, does he go over or under 1,000 yards next season with Dalton as his quarterback? Good question. Um, just because Alan Robinson is that good, he goes over 1,000. Because Andy Dalton might be the best quarterback he's ever worked with. Which yeah, is another, quite possibly. Another terrifying thought. But um, whether Alan Robinson is still there, of course, is something to be debated because I'm not too sure. He's a he's a classic tag and trade, I think. If we could pick up a second round, I'd be very happy. Use but that to trade up and get yourself a quarterback. Yeah, I think that's only the way. I mean, um, there have been a lot of quarterbacks coming off free agency. Washington were another team that very much needed a quarterback and a one spot above us in the draft, but they've picked up uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and offered Taylor Heineke a new deal, which he's accepted. Do you think Washington are now set with Fitzpatrick? Well, who's who's a starter in that situation? I don't Presumably, know. It's a battle in camp, and if they roll with Heineke, he obviously had a good game in the playoffs, but is he going to be one of these guys that's, that's found out pretty quickly? Possibly, yeah. And every time that Fitzpatrick's come into a team, he's well, in the last couple of years, he's done a really good job. Um, he's a good veteran, veteran presence to have, definitely. Oh, definitely, yeah. And it'll be a real interesting training camp there. I think, personally, uh, Fitzpatrick goes in as week one starter. I think Taylor Heineck has been signed up as a backup. And you also don't pay Fitz that kind of money just to sit on the bench. It's about £14 million he's getting. That's fair. So you've also got Tyrod Taylor signed for the Texans. Do you think that's yeah. really as a backup? Or I think they... so, yeah. I, I think it's someone to coach up Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, are they entertaining any offers for him, do you think? Or are they still head in the sand? At the moment, they're like an ostrich head in the sand. But, um, I, you know, I thought if they were going to do it, they'd have done it by now because t- they should have done it before free agency because now teams have had a chance to go out and spend their cap and you know use some you know use some capital whereas at the start of it all there are still some teams with a lot of cap room I still think of the Jets and the Dolphins but if you're Houston no matter how much we talk about it are you giving away your prized asset not one like that no no definitely not and 
I think Tyrod Taylor's another one. He's a good he's a good backup, and he'll be good to learn from for Deshaun Watson if he does stay there. Um, I mean, you mentioned the Dolphins have just brought in Jacoby Brissett as well. That's true. Yeah, that's very so, true. He's sort of the the veteran behind Tua. Yeah, again, I think Tua needs that presence. Um, he definitely needed Fitzpatrick last season to pull him along in some games and um, to take over as well. And even Tua said how good Fitz was to learn from. So he does need that that veteran presence. And Jacoby Brissett, you know, I remember him for the Colts in 2019. He was he wasn't a terrible quarterback, and he'll make a good backup down in Miami. I think he's on the Dalton scale. He's, he's a good starter. Plug and play. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's needed. Is there any quarterbacks we've missed that have gone? Mm. I don't think so. Not, not any of the spring time. Oh, we got we said Winston earlier, obviously going. To yeah, re- re-signing with the Saints. Yeah. Re-signing with the Saints again. I think a really shrewd move. Um, and yeah, you love you love watching Jameis Winston play. You know, just whether he's throwing 30 for 30 or whether he's going. You know, I remember that game against the Panthers in 2019. You know, three touchdowns and five interceptions. You know, that's just great entertainment. And I'd love to see him as a week one starter for the Saints. But as we said earlier, I don't think that is going to be the case. Um, so a valuable commodity as well in free agency is centres. And um, Corey Lindsley was probably the best centre in the league last year. Uh, the All-Pro centre at Green Bay has gone on to the LA Chargers um, to shore up that line and give protection for Justin Herbert. I mean, that's a great signing, isn't it? Yeah, Herbert's brilliant last year. Flashed a lot. Really looking forward to seeing how he gets on. And just giving him a bit more protection up front is going to help him immensely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't get any surer than um, Corey Lindsley, definitely. But also the Raiders let go... um, Rodney Hudson. Yeah, I saw this earlier. That's a bit of a strange one. Really strange. They've just got rid of their whole O-line, which was the <laughs> highest paid in football. Um, I don't know what Derek Carr's thinking. But, um, Maybe they're going to roll out some sort of two-quarterback offence and just not bother an offensive line. Possibly, yeah. I mean, Change they, the game. You would like someone who could scramble, and Derek Carr is definitely not that. He might be able to scramble an egg. But he definitely can't scramble uh, in the pocket, sadly. Um, as a Steelers fan, surely you'd love to see someone like um, Hudson at, at your team. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think they've got the cap room to do it, but obviously Pouncey retired. That's a gap that needs to be filled. But yeah. it, is, it is a strange move by the Raiders. Really strange. I, I don't know whether they're freeing up cap room to, you know, maybe work on defence, which has always been a problem for the Raiders and historically bad last season. Um, Not really sure, but taking away the league's second-best O-line is a very strange move by John Gruden. But who's going to question Gruden? He's on a 10-year deal. It's not like he's going to get sacked. Yeah, I've seen him on hard knocks. I'm not going to uh, to go toe-to-toe with him. John, I'm not starting to fight with you if you're listening. Um, uh, That was Liam. (laughs) You can start off with Liam. Uh, um, the other one we had was um, Joe Tunney going to the Chiefs. Joe Tunney, yeah, that's a that's a really good move. Um, the guard for the ex guard for the Patriots. Obviously, they got rid of Mitchell Swartz. So there was a gap there. Um, yeah, what do you think? I think it's a really shrewd signing by Andy Reid. Yeah, we saw Mahomes in the Super Bowl running through his life. That's a great pickup. 
I think they're giving him a five-year deal. Yeah, five-year deal, $60 million. So, yeah, I think he'll, he'll do a great job there. Yeah, definitely. They need to shore up that left tackle. I know they were in for Trent Williams as well, but they just didn't have, to, um, have the cap room. So they still need uh, work at tackle. And there's not many tackles left on the board now, so they'll probably have to go in the draft. The free agency is exciting, isn't it? It's really good. You know, I wasn't really too into it last year, and I didn't realise just how mad it goes. But it's so much better than deadline day in the football. So much more happens. <laughs> I'm but, sure... Harry Redknapp signed Nico Crenshaw about seven times. Well, I've heard Peter Odden Wing is currently at Tampa Bay, waiting to be signed up. So, yeah, uh, how fast does he run the forty? Out of interest, <laughs> I reckon I reckon he could do a good seven-two. You know, he's probably about forty-five now. And then somewhere, Bruce Arians is sticking his head out the window, just just going, "This is not for me." <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on, I want to talk about the New England Patriots. Um, made yeah. so many moves in free agency. Uh, Johnny Smith at tight end, Hunter Henry at tight end, Kendrick Bourne at wide receiver, and um, Nelson Aguilar at wide receiver as well. Um, clearly giving Cam the weapons. What I've just think? got written down winners, double underlined. Yeah. They've. I mean, we said on Sunday how they've just got to give him someone to pass to, and they've added four guys straight away. I mean, he, he's literally got no excuses. So... Smith, very good for the Titans. Hunter Henry's been a good tight end. I think it will just open up the running game as well. We know Cam can scramble, and he's such a red zone threat. And I think that's just going to, if you've got all these options to pass to that you've got to cover, that's just going to open up running lanes potentially. And it just yeah. makes that offense so much more dangerous. Yeah, definitely. And they signed Trent Brown from the Raiders as well, another O-lineman who's just going to, you know open up spaces for um, Damien Harris to run through or James White. Although there's talk of James White moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for another Tom Brady reunion. But yeah, yeah the band I, back together down there. Yeah, yeah, the band is fully back together. I know. It's um, it's quite impressive what he's doing down there. But yeah, Cam has got no excuses now at all. Um, he's got two tight ends as you get out clause, really. Everyone looks at them as a third down. And Hunter Henry's been fantastic for the first four or five years. I'm surprised the Chargers didn't keep him on, really. Same with Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith had a very good year last year. Really good year. It affects both their fantasy outlooks, you know, as we look into that, because you now can't pick one because they're both going to get an equal share of the ball. Yeah, true. But yeah, Bill's definitely making moves, and um, people in the AFC East should be worried, really. Um because Does this put them back in contention? For the division or for the Super Bowl? Let's go division first. Then we can move on to the Super Bowl. Definitely for the division, because as we said on Sunday, they're getting key pieces back on defence as well with Hightower and Chung. Well, actually, they've just added Judon as well from the Ravens. Oh, God, yeah. Another big free agency pickup. Oh, yeah, they're definitely division contenders now. As long as Cam can get his passing going, then definitely... Otherwise, there's no point signing Nelson Aguilar because all he does is run to the other end of the pitch. So if you can't find him, he is an absolute waste of $10 million. But yeah, they're definitely division contenders and probably a contender to win maybe one playoff game. And their O-line is still great as well. Yeah, they've got see, they've turned into a, a very good team and I wouldn't rule them out doing um, some more stuff. It's difficult watching Brady in his last year there and then Cam last year. Yeah. Just have... 
have nothing to do on offense. I think that's what Bill, I, I think Bill Belichick got to the point of watching Brady win last season and just thought, I'm not having this. I'm, I'm getting everything. I don't care what it takes. I just want it now. Because that you could tell that hurt Bill Belichick in a way watching Tom Brady win that, and that's why he signed six very good players. They can have a go at it, definitely. Definitely. Um, another team in the division, the Jets, they signed um, Cole Lawson, who's a really, really good edge rusher. Um, second most pressures in the whole league uh, last season. And it was a massive need for the Jets on that defensive line. Um, you know, the Jets have still got a lot of cap room. What else do you think they need? How much do they like Donald? I mean... Are they going well, to make a run at Watson? Are they going to go quarterback at two in the draft? I think if you take quarterback out of the equation, then they probably need to add a running back, wide receiver. Yeah. No, I think they're missing a lot of pieces. Could you see Chris Carson or someone like that going to the Jets? Yeah, I mean, I thought maybe maybe an Aaron Jones, but obviously he's re-signed in, in Green Bay. Yeah. Carson, yeah, he's a tough runner. I think he'd be good there. Brilliant runner. I'm amazed he's not been picked up, actually, Chris Carson, considering how good he's been for the four seasons in yeah. Seattle. You know, really, really good running back. Um, as a Steelers fan, again, Chris Carson, would he be someone that appeals to you? If, uh, if you could find a cap room? Yeah, absolutely. Really like to see him come in. I mean, he's you can give him the ball 20, 25 times, and he'll just plow ahead. But he's also developed as a pass catcher. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> If Ben was going to be throwing these quick, short passes, get it out to Carson. I mean, definitely. This is all hypothetical. I don't think they're going to pick him up, but uh, he would definitely be a nice add for any offense. Yeah, no, completely agree. Uh, completely agree. And running backs are, you know, somewhat of a special commodity at the moment. There's not too many quality ones on free agency. So I'm, I really am surprised the team hasn't picked him up yet. Um, Let's scroll through some more players. Uh, the Raiders, again, they picked up Yannick Ngokwe, who's on his third team of the last know, eight months, maybe, um, after being with the Vikings, then the Ravens, now the Raiders, which helps shore up the defensive line and maybe reinstates what we said earlier about them working towards the defence over the offensive line. Yeah, quite a possibility. That's a nice pick-up for them. He was pretty good last season. Yeah, really nice. Um, I know a guy you want to talk about, the Titans signed um, linebacker Bud Dupree. Uh, what do you make of that? Absolutely delighted to see him get paid. He deserves it on the basis of the last two years. It's a shame he couldn't stay in Pittsburgh. Yeah. But he had a brilliant 2019. Obviously got the tag last year and he was having another really good season before he went down with an injury. And that's, that's a nasty injury that he got. So... Was it an ACL? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad um, someone's taken a punt on him because he's been really good and he deserved to get paid. Definitely. I completely agree. Plus, it's what the Titans needed. You know, what they really missed last year in their playoff run was being able to get at the quarterback. They just had nothing. Um, and Bud Dupree is definitely someone who will get after the quarterback. He got an amazing amount of sacks, really, for his position in Pittsburgh. Um he was a brilliant tandem with Watt, so he will be missed. Yeah, definitely. It is a shame. It is a shame. Oh, one player, just as I'm scrolling through um, NFL, one player the Jets did sign, which I thought was a need for him, was Corey Davis uh, from the Titans. 
which could possibly be an answer to their wide receiver problems. I thought he was really good last season, got his first 1,000-yard season, Corey Davis. Um, another good pickup for the Jets, really, and whatever quarterback lands there. Maybe hasn't been quite the player they thought he would be coming out of the draft. No, it took him a but, while because he was a first-round pick and it took him about four years to really get going last season. He'll definitely help the Jets out. Definitely. Uh, another team that's been really busy are the Jaguars. Um, signed a lot of players. They signed uh, Roy Robertson-Harris from us, um, defensive end. Uh, Shaquille Griffin from the Seahawks is a really good corner. Uh, Carlos Hyde is serviceable running back. Um, a lot of moves by the Jaguars. Do you think all pieces to fit around the Trevor Lawrence puzzle? Yeah, that's that's where they're going, isn't it? I think he'll come in and he's going to make mistakes as a rookie. Everyone does. So they're adding on defence to help him out. And if they can do well on that side of the ball, that's only going to help him. Shaquille Griffin and Malcolm Brown from the Saints. Oh, yeah, of course, Malcolm Brown as well, yeah. Another nice pick-up. So, I mean, they're not back to where they were when they had that defence that they went to the AFC Championship game with. That was a bit of a monster. Yeah. They've, they've had some nice ads. And then yeah, definitely. They're putting together a sneaky good receiving crew. Marvin Jones have picked up as well, I see. Yeah, Marvin Jones with DJ Chark. I mean, that's a really nice little Not one. Bad. Read a stat earlier. I haven't checked this, admittedly. Mm-hmm. I've been working. It's right, we never check the stats on this show. I've been busy. Um, <laughs> Marvin Jones, only player to catch nine touchdowns in each of the last two seasons. Really? That surprises me. As I'm trying to think of someone off the top of my head that might have beaten that. I, mean, I was well, thinking maybe Kamara or someone like that, but I mean, yeah. if you can't trust, I think I read it on CBS, who can you trust? Yeah, good point. No, yeah, the only one I thought was Michael Thomas, and I didn't realise he didn't play at all last year. He was on my <laughs> damn fantasy team. Bastard. He might have had nine the year before last, but definitely not last season. That's a, yeah, that's a great stat. And safe pair of hands, clearly. And he was good in Detroit. Um, we played him twice a season. He always scored a touchdown against us, so maybe that does kind of add up, yeah. Maybe he'll go down now that he's not playing the Bears anymore. But yeah, I mean, Jones, DJ Shark, they're, they're going to help Lawrence out. They'll give him... James Robinson's a really good pass catching back as well. Yeah, they they could be one to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on to uh, one of our mates' teams, the New York Giants. So they signed Leonard Williams on a three-year deal for $63 million. And they got in John Ross at wide receiver today, or yesterday, should I say. Leonard Williams, that's a lot of money. Big deal for him, yeah. You think he deserves it? I mean... He played really well last season, got uh, 10.5 sacks, I think. Yeah, they, they need to keep keep, him, keep that defence together. I think he's earned it. He's earned that deal. So hopefully they've got that done and they can move forward. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they do need a lot more, you know, a lot more weapons like the Giants. Um, you know, we've got a friend in Ben Rollo who will be crying out for certain pieces on defence, probably a wide receiver probably even some more help at running back because you just can't trust uh, Saquon Barkley. you think they'll go out and get some more? Yeah, do you think John Ross is really that game-changing guy? Mm, well, he wasn't at the Bengals. He might stretch the field, open things up a bit more for others, but I'm not not sure. 
the problem was with John Ross is that he just couldn't get on the pitch. You know, he was always injured. And when he did get on the pitch, he, he looked OK. But, you know, it just seems like they've just gone for another injury-prone player, which is the last thing they need. Yeah, they've had a, a lot of injury problems. Obviously, Barkley, you've said. Yeah, I mean... And that just affects the whole offence because that runs through him. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see about the Giants. We'll be talking about them in a few weeks' time. Uh, back to the NFC North. The Lions have made a couple of nice pickups, actually. Uh, Jamal Adams comes over from Green Bay, who I thought was really quite good as a running back last season. Um, but now with Aaron Jones re-signing, I guess it makes sense that he makes the move over to Detroit. Yeah, he, he deserves a chance to be the, the lead back somewhere, definitely. Definitely. Plus, they've got a nice one too now with um, DeAndre Swift, who was also very good. And if Adrian Peterson carries on to the age of 510. Well, I did read, I don't think it was a rumour, I think it was more of an opinion piece, but someone saying that the Steelers should add him, which what? I'm not sure I'd be sold on. Whose opinion? <laughs> was it Liam? Yeah, he's a big fan, obviously. After he just coming come off, back from his coming off the Vikings. bottom of the NFC South prediction. But, um, yeah, Detroit... They need so much more, though, Detroit. That's the problem. They, they need so much help in the secondary and at receiver now that they've lost uh, Golladay and Marvin Jones. You know. I mean, I'm trying to think you're still there. Well, they've got Jared Goff now, so things are pretty much set for oh, a 2-14 and 14 season. Pencil them in for the Super Bowl now. Yeah, definitely. Um, Sorry, Lions fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I think we've insulted them about three times on the show already. We've only done four podcasts. It's pretty good. Um, so notable free agents that are still left on the board. Um, have you got a list there or any players that you want to talk about that you're surprised haven't? So I've got written down Golladay, Samuel, Juju and Will Fuller for any receiver needy teams. There is still help out there. I'm really surprised that more teams haven't picked up receivers. I mean... We're recording this, was it, half seven in the UK? Yeah. Uh, I think America are four hours behind us. I think their clock's already changed. Oh, so okay. things could be happening right now that we're not seeing. <laughs> but as as of this recording, those four are still, still there. So go and get them. Absolutely. I mean, if you're listening, you know, and you're a Lions fan, you're a Jets fan, you know, even if you're a... I'm a Bears fan. I want some more receivers because we're going to lose all of ours. So, you know, yeah, give me someone like Juju. I'd be crying out for a Juju Smith-Schuster or, you know, uh, Will Fuller, definitely. I thought Will Fuller was really good last season. Um, he was on his way to having a very nice season before. Before he got banned? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. What did he get banned for again? Was it? It wasn't drugs, but it was some kind of form of... Some sort of drug. Some sort of stimulant. <laughs> no, I don't think it was recreational. I think it was... Uh, performance announcing oh well it done the job because he had a great season (laughs) until he got caught out but uh, but yeah there's still a lot there's still a lot of good players around um probably the top one yeah there was where he's gonna land wasn't there talks about him either going to the giants or yeah it was the giants that they had talks with about kenny golladay and uh i I read today the la rams Okay. Of I know our friend Liam, not of this podcast, another Liam, mm. pretty keen to see him end up at the Ravens. Yeah, well, Liam's keen to see everyone end up at the Ravens. 
Marquise Brown. Uh, sorry, Hollywood Brown. Oh, yeah, Hollywood uh, Brown. He doesn't no, deserve to be called Hollywood Brown, man. No, he does not. Absolutely not. Also, Baltimore is so far from Hollywood. <laughs> I know. God, yeah. It's, um, yeah, no, I hope Liam gets what he wants, but not, not before we get what we want, obviously. And um, for context listeners, we hope Liam will be on the show uh, this weekend for the AFC North uh, episode as well. Um, One move that has happened in the last couple of hours, I saw it just before we started recording, AJ Green to the Cardinals. AJ Green, yeah, to the Cardinals, interesting. Um, Didn't really get the business done with Joe Burrow last season um, at the Bengals. You thought having a good veteran there would help out Joe Burrow. I mean, he still had a good season before he got injured, but didn't really have that rapport with AJ Green. No, um, Joe Burris tended to go to T. Higgins a lot more than he went to A.J. Green. But um, moving on to the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Christian Kirk, I think that's, you know, quite a little quite a what about, move. What about our friend Larry Fitzgerald? Well, I did check and um, he hasn't retired, amazingly. No, I, apparently, I, um, I think it was Ian Rappaport said he tried to get in contact with him. And he was snowboarding and snowboarding. Offered, offered no comment as to whether he was playing again. Blimey. So, I mean, maybe the Cardinals bring him back. I don't know. Maybe. You should ask Liam. He seems to be working on commission for Larry Fitzgerald at the moment because he's mentioned it to me. Is about, that where, is that where he's working now? Yeah, I think that's actually, yeah. He's now uh, Larry Fitzgerald's agent, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So sorry, Liam might not be back for a while, but um, he's working out a deal with the New England Patriots, I think he said was the, the, his choice to go to, to add to a very aging receiver core. But yeah, I think that's a really nice uh, pickup by the Cardinals, um, who also need a centre badly. And I thought they would have gone in for Alex Mack, um, who has now gone to the 49ers. So it'll be interesting to see where they go there, because there's not really any centres left on the market. Only really Rodney Hudson that we said earlier. Yeah, apart from, yeah, exactly. Apart from Rodney Hudson, and if they pay him, they're going to have to pay him a lot of money, of which I think they do not have. But yeah, um, I think that pretty much rounds up what's been going on in free agency. Um, have you got anything else that you want to add, Ollie? No, it's been a busy three days. It's so been a really busy three days, and well, hopefully um, we have some more stuff to talk about come the weekend. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was good to do this special uh, just to get, otherwise we'd have been on for hours on Sunday, which you know, I'm sure the listeners are gutted that we're not on for two, two, three hours. But um, I mean, I've got nothing else to do with lockdown, so. That's true, yeah, neither do I. Apparently Liam's got better things to do, um, you know, but that's alright. I mean, I'll just ridicule him when it comes round to it. Although actually I can't, because now we've got Andy Dalton, I've actually lost all ability to ridicule anyone. Because I keep going on about... The Vikings might have a, a better quarterback than you. Oh, come on. <laughs> come, come on, man. <laughs> Don't do things like that to me. Not when we're on air. People listen, you know, people actually listen to this. I've already said for three weeks about the Russell Wilson thing. That's Apple, That's on Apple, Spotify. I can't get rid of it. Yeah, it was... It's a fun one. I think that would have been a lot of fun. And they, they gave it a go. They made the offer. Yeah. That that should be their slogan for the Bears. They gave it a go. And, um, yeah, on that bombshell as it was. Ollie, thanks so much for joining. Thank you. Good to speak to you. Thanks, man. You too. And thanks, everyone, for listening.
Thank you. Bye.